1: Today's episode is Beowulf. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I'm your gracious host alongside me, the estimable Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you? I'm I'm pretty good. Thanks for asking. Once again, we're doing this remotely, but we are not alone. We have brought back the legendary John McCarrowitz, the fold. Welcome back, John.
0: Happy to be here, man. So I like to hear Our,
1: to at my house, you know, yeah.
0: under quarantine,
1: but be here in in the you know metaphorical sense. We are and, and and uh so I gave the gentleman a list of movies and, and and John helped us narrow it down to this one that you're hearing now and it makes me very happy. Because I have a feeling this is a movie that a lot of folks haven't experienced yet and they ought to. So what better way to be introduced to a classic than through our cutting edge methods? Do you agree? It's for uh Robin Wright pen completists. <laughs> Am I right? You know? <laughs>
2: If you need to if see I, all her films, this is this is one to put on there.
0: If I were her um, agent, I would have been raised in hell. They gave Angelina Jolie like a near perfect representation, and she looks like one step above Fiona from Shrek.
1: Well, it's funny yeah. they, they they did that with a few. Well, we'll get into that, but they did. It's weird how they chose to represent some of these actors. Right, right. But guys, if you don't um, know, it's the movie Microscope. It's a show where we zoom in, where we watch a film, and we sift through it like paper. And we sh- and we look uh, like at the pulp, and then we pull out all the good stuff, and then what's left is is the stuff that makes or breaks. That's what we talk about. So if we were watching Tom Horn, we wouldn't took, talk about the part the Steve McQueen where he eats the cow's hoof and mustache. Talk about the little moments, and there's a lot of those in Beowulf. I'm sure Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen, the director. He's no, in that. No, the good Steve McQueen. Oh, my fault. The good and dead one. Yeah, today we're doing Beowulf. Uh, and it's a movie that uh, we did a Chud screening of back in the old days. And I was so excited because there was a scene in this movie that I had to share with everybody. And, of mm-hmm. course, it, it wasn't as – not everybody reacted like I hoped they would. So hopefully we could shine a light this time. So uh, just a quick recap, Uh, John, what was your first experience with this movie?
0: You know, honestly, I was trying to think about that today while I was rewatching it. I remember you recommending it.
1: um, So I'm pretty sure it
0: was on like HBO or Showtime probably a year or so after it hit theaters. Um, But I do remember loving it. um, And oddly enough, like the memories really from being at the lake house, I think Jackson and I, my, my now 15 year old, probably watched it a bunch um you know kind of as a background movie while we'd be hanging out um it was fun today cuz Cormac jumped in my 5 year old so he was loving it um especially 5 year
3: yeah <laughs>
0: well i mean and- it definitely you know is pg13 but you know they they're pretty good about hiding most of the you know the gore and stuff yeah. it's implied you know or in shadows or whatever
3: it's pretty um, fun
0: movie for sure
1: yeah no doubt what about you justin
2: I, this is the first time i saw this movie this movie is uh it's how old is it now? Is it 13 years old? So I guess that's math, right? 2007. So I didn't, I spent all that time not watching this film. <laughs> I never saw it. You and <laughs> um, a lot of other people. And uh, I just caught up with a poem, you know, so <laughs> what do you guys think? This is like the first, I think as they say, it's the first, what, English language
0: poem or something. Yeah, is,
2: that, 1200s, is that purported right? to be?
0: And they threw a dragon in there? It's apparently the first written, you know, uh, document in Old English, or purported to be English. Now it's more, I guess, kind of Swedish or something like that. But that's what they say, right? Thirteen hundred, something like that.
2: But they threw some major D anD D shit in there. You know, what I am saying for the first, for the first story, they could have eased into the nerd stuff, but they went full bore. You know, apparently, J. I was reading real quick before we before we signed on that J. R. R. Tolkien, Tolkien, whatever. Huge, huge scholar. Huge Beowulf scholar.
1: Yeah. And it just, make, just makes yeah. me like him even I less. I mean, he me Loved me like him less. Him less. Love Pamela Anderson. Loved Hasselhoff. <laughs> 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 but, um, no, the thing is, this 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 story predates so much that it's, you know, it's mm. been perverted. That, you know, one of the things when you're reading about the poem, it was a part, what was the name of the book it was in? It was in the, the, the Noel Codex. Fucking nuts! It's an ancient ass book, but it was uh, pre Christianity stuff that was in there. It, uh, you know, Jesus,
2: gets, Jesus gets a name check in this, though, he, doesn't he? He does a couple of times. They, they throw him out. They throw out, they, they name drop him.
0: Yeah, well, the no. dragon, if you remember, went specifically for the cross as his first action. So mm-hmm. there is sort of a, you know, a, you know, that actually that whole theme runs throughout the whole film. Sort of starts out where it's almost hinted about. They're talking about it when Beowulf is young. And then as the movie progresses and he's now, you know, probably in his 60s or 70s, it's basically taken over. And uh, there's a great line about how it's sort of like ruined the age of heroes. Now yep. it's shameful and afraid and, you know, versus going out there and kicking ass and,
1: you know, fucking bitches or whatever the fuck they were doing beforehand. Well, the good news is nothing's changed since then. So we still I think. Uh, I think when he's old, an old man in this, I think Beowulf just turned 37. So... <laughs> The thing, the thing I love is okay. So you have this ancient work, this classic, like it predates most things. Like Joseph Campbell, "Eat Your Heart Out," and who do you get to to pen this so important story for modern audiences? But Roger Avery. That's yeah, I know your, the Avery, is gonna direct, Avery is going to direct. going to
2: direct this for a long time. They're gonna they're gonna uh, shoot it super low budge, and not <laughs> not not. I don't think they were going to do it like Zemeckis did with motion capture, but. Um, it was him and Gaiman, right? Neil right. Gaiman helped, write. He, yeah, right? The
3: screenplay. Yeah, that's right. Paramount got I their can't... wits
2: about him and then they abolished Avery. Yeah. <laughs> like Avery can't handle this. Let's get Zemeckis on board.
0: Well, it actually sounded more like, yeah, that the script basically just, they, they sold it because they could not get financing even to do the low budge version, as Justin said. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't remember how him and Neil Gaiman connected. That's sort of an unusual pairing, um, but well, apparently
1: they hold up in a hotel room when they're they were going to do something, and they hold up in a hotel room together, played some grab ass, and wrote a script, and this is what came out of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is like, like I said, you have to get Beowulf on screen. Everybody wants to see that version. Yeah, you know, they they waited. Didn't they do it? They did a, do
1: a different version of. this. They did a Beowulf and Grendel movie. Yeah, yeah, it's like a buddy. It, of, it was, was that before this? Around the same time. Was it did they was there competing? Yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: this, man.
1: <laughs> this was the volcano, and the other one was the Dante's Peak. <laughs> the thing is, um, this is one of those movies that I mean, you're you're making a joke because it's true that nobody really asked for it. But the fact that this movie exists is sort of an amazing thing. like the the budget that went into it, the uh, the uh, amount of TLC, the star power. I mean, it should not,
3: exist. should not exist.
2: No, but, and also, it's like, Zemeckis is, you know, he he's fascinated with the technology, and the run-up to this was Polar Express. Like, that was the test for this. <laughs> Polar Express, and then, they're like, you know what? We did that, now let's go to Beowulf and make a, like, I mean, this movie's
1: PG-13, right? But it doesn't, it feels like a, a rated R movie. Yeah, think, in, a, in, in a better world, everybody watches this at Christmas time instead of the Polar Express.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the big complaint. I, I watched them behind the scenes, and people they said the big scare for them, uh, the people working on it, was that the light, the eyes weren't going to look alive. And I don't think they quite got it there for for this. It kind of held held them back a little bit. But it's better, I guess, than than it was. That's always the that's always the Uncanny Valley thing. Is always the complaint for these kind of
0: movies. Um, one of the know, interesting. I was gonna say, I think what like in an interesting way, what Robert Zemeckis really accomplished was, you know, if you think about now, most major blockbusters, you see probably 75% of what's on screen, even when they're just walking into an office building is CGI. It was sort of that, you know, I think Zemeckis in his mind maybe thought, you know, they'd animate everything, but really, we just animate everybody but the people now, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, he was onto something, for sure. I mean, some of those scenes, like there's that shot early on where, you know, they're stomping and singing in the hall. And sort of the camera just pulls back from the hall all the way into the cave. It, you know, takes like 30 seconds or whatever. I mean, it's that kind of shit. It's pretty cool. You know, and now you're seeing that kind of that kind of shot in movies all the time. Um, just, you know, uh, obviously um, with CGI, it's cool, though.
2: He was kind of doing his contact shot in that shot at the beginning when he pulls back from the party to Grendel's Forever. cave, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. With sound, it's pretty cool, though. With that, too, yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's kind of
0: like a Hitchcock thing, right? Because, like, even when they did the remake um, with what's his name, Uh, Gus Van Sant, you know, they were looking at his notes and Hitchcock wanted to do these kind of impossible shots, but, you know, sometimes could trick him, but uh, other times couldn't. So I think that's also kind of a Zemeckis. He's a Hitchcock guy
1: as well, right? He's like Cameron in that he he falls in love with the tech first and then tries to make a story work. But I I think (laughs) Zemeckis' stuff has, uh, I mean, going all the way back, he is. I think he might be underappreciated even though he's had all these hits. He's not, he's not mentioned in the same breath as like a Spielberg or, a, you know, Harmony Corrine or some of those guys. I
2: agree. No, I agree with you. I think, but he's had such, he has, he's had such failures too, you know? So maybe that's kind of what holds him back from the conversation, but uh, you know, he's, he's definitely an interesting dude. And uh,
0: he what was his last movie. Welcome to Marwan or Marwin or whatever.
1: <laughs> he did that Candyman. Yeah. Holy. <laughs> as, soon shit. As,
0: Nick, as soon as Nick says that, his
1: argument's undone by that Is fucking it,
0: movie's existence. Well, Is no, it, welcome a, to Marwin.
1: That's a perfect illustration of him falling in love with the tech and forgetting to put a yeah. movie around it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I
2: didn't see it though. Did
1: you guys see that movie?
0: No. He I actually saw a preview for it the other day on on some maybe I don't know where it came up. Maybe it was like on cable and I forgot it existed. Okay,
1: just look at the poster and look at the shoes he's wearing and you'll see why I didn't watch it. You're obsessed
3: with the <laughs> shoes. You
1: are obsessed with the, the the little action figure shoes. He's wearing like uh yeah. these leather slippers that are just gross. All right, so, all right, so when this movie, when this movie came out, all people talked about was how they, they made Ray Winston look like Sean Bean. But he doesn't look like Sean Bean. He looks like somebody else. I was trying to place who he reminded me of throughout the whole movie. But I think this is—I think Ray Winstone rocks this movie. I think he well, he's he success.
2: He got cast for his voice. His voice is incredible. Like because he didn't get cast for his bod. I mean, they had to be because they because I was watching behind the scenes and they put dots all over everything, like their faces and their I guess their bodies and stuff. But it's called motion um, capture. But yeah, I know. But oh, but but they would they didn't though because I don't know what they did because they didn't use Angelina's Jolie's real body,
1: they, had a they body couldn't
2: have used they couldn't they could not have used Ray Winstone's real body because he is Beowulf's rocking a six pack or like a nine pack in this, yeah. and I don't think Winstone. No, he was drinking a six pack. <laughs> yeah, he's. I mean, his face is even chub, like chubby, you know. So. I, I don't know. They cool
1: had to use the extra large dots on him. They didn't use you know? Crispin Glover's Glover's uh, real body either, but they were cool that they, they reused that. <laughs> they reused the Keith Richards model from that unfilmed Rolling Stone CGI movie. Yeah, looked just so, like Keith Richards. Exactly. <laughs> like
2: what do you so we so the cast is we got Ray Winstone, uh, we got uh, Robin Wright uh, Penn, yeah, Anthony Hopkins, oh, John he, Malkovich. Hopkins is in it.
0: Crispin <laughs> Glover, who else? Like by the way, is Brendan there? Gleason and Ray Winchester. It's like a buddy, buddy movie, basically. Right.
1: Yeah. Costas Mandalore, Allison Costas Loman.
2: That's right, from um from um uh what's the Raimi movie?
1: Drag Me to Hell. Yep. Right. And uh that Matchstick Man, too, right? Yeah, she's great in that. But uh um, I mean, and of course so, the girls, yeah, Robin
2: Wright. So Hopkins obviously having the time. He seems like he's having the time of his life in this movie. Like he's partying up as the King. Like he is at the beginning of the movie. He's like drunk. He's like going nuts, you know? Um, but they're throwing they could- a party. Cause it, cause they had like a, at the beginning of the movie, they have a, they're celebrating a victor, right? So you're having this huge party. And then what happens to the party? It goes bad. It goes a little bit bad. They create too much noise and it awakens Grendel, this creature, and that what is
1: grendel files a noise complaint with the police is that what happens or what <laughs> by the way there is uh there was probably a week at the at the effects house where they simply yeah. they spent the entire week uh creating a cgi model of him getting dick stabbed they stab his dick a lot in that scene
2: yeah he gets stabbed in the crush. i don't think he has a dick though he, they scrubbed they he's got a smoothed over area that they that they keep Stabbing.
0: It was mainly upsetting too because it didn't bleed. So I'm like, what is he just kept stabbing in there? It was very upsetting.
2: Fair yeah, fair enough. But uh he also has a pulsating like ear uh, infection or something. Like some weird like that's what really is driving him insane. He keeps hearing it that keeps bothering his uh the noise from the party is bothering his
1: <laughs> his hearing, I guess. Like his ear infection. The funny thing is this, he's such a tragic character in this. And I forgot how early he's dispatched in this movie. He's out. He gets out in the first like 20, 30 minutes. He's gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, he has that. He wrecks shit.
2: And then the next time he comes to to, to tear up another party. But his mistake. Because a nude Beowulf is there <laughs> waiting for him. Because <laughs> Beowulf sleeps. He, he doesn't care where he is. He sleeps in the nude that's what he is with his men. He just he is well, like takes all his clothes off and sleeps in the
0: nude. Well, no, he, remember he has a thing where it's like Beowulf, it, it, the monster is going to be naked, and won't have a sword, so he strips down right. to kind of like you know basically too, even right? the playing field. Yeah, I love it. But
2: after but after he kills him, I think he's still sleeping in the nude. I don't think you know what I'm saying like I th- he takes off his armor and stuff to like certainly kind of bare ass brawl with this guy, but
0: I he think he just, strips like, down he- a few points in the movie for sure i think in other scenes though he's got some sort of like leather gherkin on or something
1: i mean but wouldn't you i mean look at that guy he's fucking solid sweetheart um okay but, but let me let's talk okay we're talking about how great ray winston is his voice right. as good as he is malkovich is as bad malkovich he, malkovich is terrible. he's embarrassing malkovich
2: has, malkovich has one gear he has one gear as an actor and it's just like Tired sarcasm. (laughs) That's what he does. Everything is like he's above it all, and he's annoyed. That's his. I think
1: Zemeckis is like uh, I I gave you all these books to read, and I I sent the accent coach to your house for a week. Malcolm was like, "I got this," and then that happened. (laughs) But he also,
2: his character also has a uh, a slave that he proceeds to beat throughout the running time of the film. Every time his slave's name is Cain, and every time. Kane shows up. He's always kicking him or punching him. Like he's always hurting him. And Kane's just trying to deliver news and like help things along, you know? Yeah. Malkovich is, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's, he definitely can't mistake him for anybody else. You know, he's well, that little
0: scene where when Beowulf shows up and he does kind of the slow clap to enter the hall it that five to 10 minute is horrific. I mean, it <laughs> is really, really bad.
2: Well, the, to, to be fair. So, so they have this Grendel trouble. Grendel come and, comes and wrecks the party, and he destroys all the men and tears them up, and then leaves. And so they're in trouble. Like they they've been beset by like this cursed cursed figure, and they they need a hero. And Beowulf comes, uh, enters, and then proceeds to tell a story about a swimming competition. Amazing. Uh, and and you know, and Makovich doubts the truthfulness of it. But that's where your favorite scene comes into play, right, Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. During this... 25 minutes. They minute. was, they was sw- so in the in the first story, English language story or poem, there's a dragon in a swimming competition? Is that what they're trying to be led to believe here? <laughs> um, so, they, so he was...
1: Yeah, so what happens in the swimming competition? Why didn't he win? Well, so because, I mean, as, as, it, as often happens during swimming competitions, they're besieged mm-hmm. by sea monsters. Uh, Cyclops, sea demons... And and Beowulf, being a good friend and more concerned with survival than victory, takes on in this version of the telling. I think eight or nine of them, nine of them. He kills nine yeah, he, uh, serpents. Yeah,
2: and he's very focused on their eyes
0: uh, well, immediately to the eyes.
1: First yeah, step, he just stabs a lot of eyes. At one does, point, he bursts out of a monster through well, the eye. That is my fa- one of my favorite scenes in history. Because he, first of all, this movie was released in 3D originally. You can see that in a few of the scenes where things are being yeah. thrust at the camera. In the in in my first theatrical experience of this film in IMAX, I believe, Beowulf jumps out of the eye of a serpent and screams his own name to the camera. <laughs> if you can't get behind that, I don't know what to tell you.
2: So what what cracked me up about the scene is Malkovich, uh, his character is like. You know, you you're not yeah, even. It's unfirth. Unfirth. Come on, let's call him by his Unfirth. And he he's like, you're not even. A, I don't even know why you're here. You're not even that great of a hero. You didn't even win the swimming competition. So then Beowulf tells him why is because he was beset by sea sea serpents. But then he leaves out a little known fact is that the last sea serpent was hot, and he slept with it. <laughs> That's why he lost. Is it, do you remember? And then he, and then no. they cut back to Beowulf and he's like, um, uh, yes, yeah, So then I killed the last one. And, um, then, I, you know, I came in 0. 0.5 seconds <laughs> behind the winner or something, but yeah, it, there's some hot sea monster that he, he got, uh, that's what really
0: sidetracked him. I missed like a mermaid, right? Yeah. It was like, a, it was a pretty mermaid. He, he raw dog real fast and then got back to the race.
2: Yeah. He drops the sword. That's how you know that he's, he didn't kill her. So but did you guys think it was weird to see Beowulf and Speedos and goggles, or did you think that was period
0: accurate? <laughs> I like the fact that the, the race was on its fifth day, and he said he was conserving his energy for the final stretch.
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: He had, yeah. I no, mean, obviously, the, day, the movie plays with that kind of like, uh, you know, unreliable narrator concept and have some fun with it, you know, because he even says, I think, you know, how many monsters was it? 18 on first says he says nine. And he, even if it was one of his friends is like, it was three last time. Yeah, you know? Gleason, I think yeah. that's kind
1: of, they have some fun with that. Actually, Gleason, I don't remember his character being such an integral part of this, but Wigloff, as he's known, he's the star of this thing. Basically. He's like the, he's a, he's the through line. Wigloff. So here's, here's what cracked
2: me up is the dots. So I watched behind the scenes. Did you guys watch the behind the scenes at all? Yeah, I watch. Yeah. I watch a different yeah. one. Yeah, so so there's a there's a couple scenes with you know Winstone as Beowulf and Wiglaf. You know Gleason, and so they they have all the dots on their faces, right? And they're in these skin tight suits, but then they have these uh, name their names Beowulf, like written across their chest, like you know like a like a reverse jersey or something football jersey. So I guess that they in case the it makes it easier for the animators to tell who's who. But I imagine they did it because Winston and Gleason—they're like, who the fuck? How are we supposed to tell these guys apart? <laughs> <laughs> they probably, they should, they should cut their Makovich, and then he doesn't have his name there because they know.
0: You yeah, know, it's yep, that's on Firth right there.
2: But I thought that was a pretty cool look—all the dots and then the and then the you know Beowulf just across. I'll try to find a shot, Nick, for that. But
1: it's, I, I can. can you imagine they're in a meeting, and and they're asking for 150 million dollars. Well, we're going to put Brennan Gleason and Ray Winston in mocap. <laughs> approved green light <laughs> they have all this concept art you know of gleason all fucking fat
2: so we're gonna capture every every you know uh movement of these actors every you know corner and inch of their bodies oh who are you gonna get to play the the cut heroic beowulf we got Win- we got winstone he just lost he just lost 20s down to 310. you know <laughs>
1: Uh, what, what do you guys think of? Um... Oh, was he the sexy beast? No, he was the fat <laughs> blob.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did
2: you guys think of uh, Robin Wright Penn in this? As, uh, she as the sang queen, as... songs
1: for this like that are on the soundtrack. That's why she sings new songs and she plays the lute. <laughs> this, in fact, this so, film didn't.
2: <laughs> so so Be- Be- so Beowulf enters the kingdom, and he immediately. Is uh, interested in the queen, you yeah. Know, who is a lot younger than the king. Like he, the king and and uh, his queen are not sleeping together because he There's fucked, a dirty he secret. Fucked, he fucked yeah. I fucked a monster. Yeah, and then produced Grendel. Like, so the king is actually Grendel's daddy. Yeah, and, Which is the and the, king they that for this. Yeah, that's a huge no-no for the queen. She didn't like that. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. she didn't sleep with him. But she likes Beowulf too. They have this connection, and and at one point. She does a little lute flirting with him, which I've never seen put on a C- in a CGI film. I've never seen that. <laughs> did they mocap the lute? That's what I want to know.
0: Yeah, I think uh, they did a little disservice to Robin Wright Penn in the animating. They gave her a big fat face. She's like
3: Damn.
0: uncannily beautiful. And they somehow made her look like, a, like I said, one step up from Fiona and Shrek. In fact, like a lot of the animation's pretty horrific. Like the background scenes, but... You know, you touched on it earlier with the eyes. That's the thing I kept noticing, particularly with Malkovich for some reason. He wouldn't make eye contact properly. It was definitely a well, he did, little, he little little It's like
1: Beowulf is is rendered to the nth degree. You could see every detail. Same thing with uh, Gleason, but Malkovich and, uh, and Robin Wright Penn, they're smoothed over. They don't look like they actually yeah. put as much texture. Same thing with Angelina Jolie. They made them almost like soft focus in a way. And well, who, Angelina who, Jolie, her face, I mean, it looks exactly like her. Like, it almost mm-hmm. looks real. To I
0: mean, I, 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 you're right with the smoothing over with her, but they definitely gave a lot of attention to her, in my opinion, Beowulf, to your point. And uh, I can't remember, Wiggum, uh, the other guy. Uh, Wolfgar? <laughs> yeah, Wolfgar. Yeah, no,
2: Wolfgar's from Nighthawks.
0: Wolf from.
1: Yeah, Wolfgar's from off. Nighthawks. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Wiggler. <laughs>
1: He didn't look like Ray He didn't look like uh, Brennan Gleeson in, in his younger years when, when he was older They made him look more like Gleeson But mm-hmm. when he was in his young phase He looked like a, like a, a mechanic He yeah. looked like shit
0: Have those two guys Ever been in another movie together? I hope they should be In every movie together Yeah I mean cool. does,
2: does Ray Winstone
1: Does he work a lot? Like I know Gleeson works a lot Did you say does he work out a lot? <laughs> Gleason is a national treasure. That guy cannot do any
2: wrong. I spent part of this movie trying because you know in this movie Robert Zemeckis, Zemeckis cast his daughter as one of the, the female characters in this, and I spent a lot of time trying to figure out if he if she was the one in that in that shot where he just keeps showing her boobs I don't for think like, like two minutes.
1: Her. Please, no, that's I mean.
2: why I was hoping it wasn't either, but I think it is her. One of the characters that later gets eat his head eaten by Grendel is flirting with one of the with one of the female cast members, you know, and and she's the one she kind of rebuffs his advances. I think that is his daughter.
1: He does ask for a quick gobble though, which is nice. Was, <laughs> yeah, he does. That, that may not have been he in also. He also
0: refers to his dick as a mighty lust limb, which I wrote down. I thought that was pretty awesome. So a quick it a gobble lust limb, yeah, a mighty lust limb. Well, you know that's from the that's from the poem. Straight from the and poem. This is exactly. a remarkably horny movie for a PG thirteen movie. There's a lot of horniness in it for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's some screwing too. Lots of screwing. Cool. Mostly,
2: mostly men on monster sex though. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: they,
3: so they, what
2: did
0: y'all? The monsters are pretty hot. I mean, yeah, so I was you gonna say, know. what did you think about the what did you think about the
1: organic high heels that Love Angelina it. Jolie's character had? People made a big deal about that when it came out. Like that like that's what that's where they stretch reality. There's Dragon. It was a
0: little upsetting. I didn't like it, to be honest. I thought it was a little I didn't upset. like it
1: either, but it's it's from a poem. So. <laughs> um yeah. I mean it would they have been, been pretty pretty amazing like it. big fuck me pumps. I think that's what it means. Jesus.
0: How, how much horny do you think Roger Avery's directed version of this film would be? I mean, do you think it would be like killing uh, Zoe or whatever with some, just a lot of butt sex randomly thrown in?
2: <laughs> is that what happened? I don't even remember that film. I just remember... No, uh, you're thinking of gay wolf. <laughs> I think with Eric... What's his face? Eric Stoltz is in that. That's yeah, all I Eric remember Stoltz.
0: from it. Eric Stoltz and, and a bunch of Frenchmen robbing a bank. It, yeah, it's a bank movie. I did watch it. There's Not a heroin, huge... gay sex. I mean, it's, it's kind of that, you know... When 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 everybody was watching Pulp Fiction and wondering who's the mastermind behind this, Tarantino or Roger Avery, when you saw Killing Zoe, you immediately knew he was the genius, Roger Avery. <laughs> <laughs> Just to say heroin, you know. Wasn't sex, he was gonna
1: remake some horror film? Wasn't he gonna do like a phantasm or something like that at one point? I think Avery was going to do a phantasm for a brief spell. I think so.
0: Yeah, I think that he sounds could, about right. He did I mean, rules I mean, of he attraction. Was gonna, by the, is great. Rules of attraction. I haven't seen it in probably ten years, so don't hold me to it. But it was great at yeah, the time. I like rules of attraction. Um, yeah.
2: No, I think he was going to do a phant- phantasm movie, but then they 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 threw him overboard and Zemeckis did it. <laughs> phantasm five. Um, <laughs> what did you? Get? Let me do a quick poll. What do you guys think? Because Beowulf isn't just called Beowulf in this movie. He's also called B-Wolf. I didn't catch. I don't remember that. What's your well? That yeah, it is. is it, so like Hopkins calls him Beowulf. Not that's that's an alternative name for him. Well, so, actually, a it, pronunciation
1: in the uh, in the poem, it's both too. Mm-hmm. I read that too because the act, the literal translation is bear. So phonetically, mm-hmm. it is actually Beowulf in one of the readings of it because I was reading about that. Mm-hmm. So that's probably Hopkins trying to be all fancy pants. But the one thing that they have consistently amongst all of them is they pronounce mm-hmm. L in Beowulf.
2: Yeah, so it's – no, that they, they actually the, – the author was inspired by the first um, uh, werewolf tale. Oh, yeah. When the moon, spe- the moon speaks. Okay. And just, like, says Beowulf to the uh, – <laughs> you can just cut that out. You can cut that right out. Um, I, I kind of like Beowulf. I kind of pre- pre- prefer that name.
1: No. Um yeah, I kinda like it. Beowulf you know? is an adorable word. It's such a fun word to say. It could be two It could be three syllables. It's amazing. Beowulf um, loves
0: saying Beowulf. He Beowulf says it a says lot. Beowulf.
2: That's how you that's how you become a legend. You just keep repeating your name until people just get tired and they give it to you. You know, they're like, all right. That's in. a Donald Write Trump
0: your tale. name yeah. oh, no. <laughs> That's true. Is Beowulf on Twitter? That motherfucker won't stop saying his name. <laughs> <laughs> does, does he? Does, uh, does does Beowulf
2: have a book that he co authored with somebody? The art of the art, art, art of the, the art of <laughs> sealing the deal with a sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, do
1: you see one of the producers of this movie is Steve Bing? No. Yeah. And uh, when Avery yeah. was going to do it, he was going to produce it with uh, with Teddy Netscape Navigator.
2: <laughs> so what happened so so grendel gets killed so beowulf kills him what do you guys think of that scene when so grendel grendel comes back to another party and tries to uh, go ape shit again and he does but this time he gets trapped and and
1: and mortally wounded and so what what do you guys think of that fight sequence? It's
3: it's that, it's in the
1: nude. one of you mentioned the head eating. That thing is insane. That scene where he eats that guy's head and he's crunching on it for a while is insane. Yeah, can
0: I zoom in? Can I zoom in real quick? Yeah. I, I think Grendel regretted biting off that head. He had to chew on that for about 15, 20 seconds. It did not
2: I seem pleasant yeah. <laughs> You wonder how much they I bet they had to cut off cut out some gore because this is it is a kind of a gory, harsh movie. So I wonder if they actually had to trim stuff to get the PG-13. Maybe they just got away with it because it's a cartoon. They're like, well, you can't really, you know, we didn't, we don't show nipples, guys, and we don't show lots of blood. So you kind of have to go to PG-13. It's a hard PG-13 considering it's
0: animated. It's same, like,
2: yeah, I mean, there is blood. I mean, there's. it's just not, it's brutal, but it's not, I guess, as brutal as it could be. Um, well,
0: that one guy gets torn in half, but they kind of you know, pan the camera shadow, so you just see yeah. it in shadow. You know, there's a lot of and tricks also- like that.
2: They also have to do a lot of uh, hiding because Beowulf is naked during this fight. They have to do a lot of CGI hiding of his job. Like
1: Austin Powers, the way that they do yeah. that scene. is hilarious. <laughs> and it's like his dick almost gets pierced. Like there's so many great little... I mean, he has a lot of fun as a director in this movie. There's some really inventive stuff. The, the motion on some of the movement of the characters is not exactly convincing. It doesn't feel real, but... Some of the cinematography, I mean, this is a beautiful movie, and there's some really cool ideas that he does as a director
3: here. Yeah,
2: I think the only thing that, to me, the only thing that holds it back is is the kind of what we are talking about, the kind of the weird faces in the movie. Everything else, I like the movie. I think it's a good movie. And it's like, um, it, it's action-packed. It's fun to watch. It's not too long. It was a, under two hours. Yeah. I don't know how long it is. So,
0: I, I, yeah, it's about I, two hours.
2: In every I'm surprised how much I liked it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I don't know I, why. I didn't think I'd like it this much. Yeah.
0: No, it's a blast. Um, I, I Like I said, when Nick, I remember, you know, years ago watching it a few times just in the background, always having a blast with it. Um, I think that the it's, you know, full transparency, probably haven't even thought about the poem since high school. Um, but watching the movie and especially now after not having seen it in a while, I really like how. 40 minutes in, it just, you know, fast forwards 40 years, and I don't know, there was just some interesting um, uh, story beats, I felt like. I, I really dug it.
1: Yeah, and I love that disillusioned Beowulf that we meet later on. He's just had it. He is yeah. just... Yeah, so Be- Beowulf sells his soul a little bit, so he he takes care of Grendel. But he nuts, he's supposed to- he nuts a lot
2: in her.
0: <laughs> so well, it's, then very he goes- it's a horny movie.
2: <laughs> so then the mom, the mo- hey, Grendel's mom comes in, and she has her revenge. She, like, takes out Everybody that Grendel missed but Beowulf so she kills like almost everybody and it's pretty actually a pretty cool scene and then um
0: that's true they're so all Be- hanging from the Raptors that is pretty yeah.
2: messed up there's like a hundred people yeah.
0: hanging from Raptors yeah
2: Yeah. all, all why Beowulf is having to sleep in his nude in the nude you know <laughs> he 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 misses it all so he goes he's like, don't worry guys I'll take care of this I'll go kill this this woman that Anthony Hopkins slept with to produce Grendel I won't don't worry I won't make the same mistake." Guys, I'll go take care of this. I'm good. And then he goes, and Angelina Jolie shows up, and he immediately has sex with her. Um, and then he lies about killing her. Yeah, he's like oh, I took care of her. I know. I right.
1: love that line and, where Hopkins he's doubting that Beowulf's telling the truth, and he says, "Why is your loincloth so sticky?"
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he, but the so you know uh, the 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 mother Grendel's mother promises Beowulf. It's like hey. I'll make you a king I'll, I'll give you everything you wanted if you don't kill me basically and and sleep with me and so he does and anyway so hopkins is on to him because uh beowulf comes back he's like i killed that ugly hag and anthony hopkins is like uh not so fast because she is kind of hot she is not a hag. that's the wrong term to use she has cgi weird high heels on um <laughs> and so i mean that my favorite is anthony hopkins declares that he's going, he's like, look, Beowulf is now my heir. He'll be king when I die. And then he immediately commits
1: suicide. I love it. <laughs> he, well, and, 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 and Malkivis says like, you know, Hey, not so fast, captain. We got, you know, you got plenty of time to think about this and he had minutes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He jumps to his death. Like, I I think he, I don't, why does he immediately kill himself? Usually the King gets okay. sick or something. He's free and then of the curse. He's free of the curse.
1: Plus they only had Hopkins yeah. for three weeks.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I think he just realizes that Beowulf did he's like, Beowulf obviously didn't uh kill this woman. I I gotta I gotta take myself out. I'm done with this drama,
0: is what he says. So he does. Well his wife um, already said she was she was done, you know, yeah. so might as well just throw himself but, off a, a bridge.
2: But he he gets out a classic line before he kills himself. It's incredible. To his queen, he says, Where's my beautiful bedmate? <laughs> Which I think that's a pretty classy line, especially used, from
0: Hopkins. I started using that with my wife today. It didn't go over so well. Where's my
1: beautiful bedmate? And that's exactly what she is because and then she certainly, said,
2: you can't she said, say you can't say
1: sex partner. And then she and that's not happening. She says uh, uh she's in the cave with the head of Crispin Glover. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well what was great is there was that one scene <laughs> where Hopkins was trying to bang after Bay Be- Grendel died and he removes like this like piece of wood from their bed that apparently had been separating them all those years.
3: Yeah. I don't know if you like,
0: noticed that.
2: I did notice it and she then she immediately picks it back up. I thought I CGI pressed it back onto the bed. No, I was kidding. <laughs> what did you guys think of um the, the, the treasure, the treasure that, that Hopkins horn? promises Beowulf? Yeah. The dragon, the horn with the dragon on it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's hot. It's neat. You like that? Yeah.
3: It, seem, it figures like wind
1: quite wind. prominently. Back in the old days, people were obsessed with those horns. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all they had to it's grasp not... on in their shitty little lives.
2: <laughs> uh, so, and also, what did you think of Crispin Glover reuniting with Zemeckis after all the drama that they had on Back to the
1: Future 2? Did you guys hey, yeah. you remember all this stuff? Of course. The man's yeah, gotta put food on the table. <laughs> they used his likeness in Back to the Future without his permission.
2: Yeah, he wouldn't come back, so they just created him out of I guess makeup and he got pissed.
1: He's like okay, the set, I'm getting financing for a film starring a guy with Down syndrome.
2: <laughs> remember that? Yeah, he did make he did make it, yeah.
0: Harmony Corinne, him and uh, Harmony Corinne are big in that world. <laughs>
2: That's right. I have to say, I always like Chris McGlover, like anything I see him in. Speaking of movies right like people's faces.
0: No, he's That's fun. Right. When he showed up in that uh, Stupid Charlie Angels remake years ago, he was a blast. He was great. He's actually, yeah, yeah.
1: to be solid, like when he takes it seriously, he's actually pretty damn good. He's always kind of good. Like, he, you know, I haven't seen everything he's in, but I don't know. By the way, uh, has anybody aged as well as he has? The guy looks great. And he's, he's old. As a nut now, and he still looks great. It's, it's annoying, actually. Yeah, I guess when you don't um, work, it's, it's healthy. <laughs> what do you think when they? What
2: do you think when Leisure. they? What do you think when they popped Grendel's ear? By the way, his ear infection.
1: It, they, it hurt to watch.
2: It's it's rough. Beowulf really. He really hones in. He really stabs the shit out of that ear infection, he whatever it. it is. He punches it. To death. Yeah, the pul- the the pulse yeah, as a, as a punch because he he is he is a uh, not he doesn't use any weapons, right? He just kind of uses his bare fist, but he um he really hones in. Oof. And that's and it's a it's pulsating.
1: Well, and I didn't re- I love this too and they say this in the in the movie um the demon shrinks because as as his ear when his eardrum gets burst, he sh- he, he shrivels down <coughs> and uh Brendan Gleeson <laughs> screams the demon shrinks. Which should have been the poster, like, tagline.
2: <laughs> I didn't hear it. That's amazing. He does get smaller. Yeah. Um, what What do you think? After that Grendel fight, everybody's praising Beowulf. Like, he's like, this guy, everybody's like, this guy's fucking amazing. Everybody's praising him, and he's still naked. They got to praise him by his, like, dick's out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, you know, they put a, throw a towel on
0: Beowulf. Are you sure that's not what they were referring to when they said the demon shrinks? <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know it's pretty exciting fighting naked, maybe he got a little excited, you know what I mean, yeah, nails
2: out sound um, out they, I like how when um they they kind of take care of Grendel, they rip his arm off and he and he runs away and then and then Hopkins is like you know he's got a he's got a mom too, and then Beowulf is like, what has he got like a cousin's he got like an uncle like he's like, <laughs> I gotta take out the whole Grendel line. It's pretty great they should they should have done a sequel with like Grendel's uncle, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <But> great. <laughs> so in the cave, in the cave, uh, you know, Beowulf, when he's threatening the mom, he's got a sword out, and she's she's obviously, it's like he's trying to kill her, and it doesn't work because she's kind of like a hallucination, and she's she's all powerful. But at one point, she melts his sword, you know, like melts yeah, with he bare tough, yeah. twice, and it looks like it's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the demon shrinks anew. <laughs>
2: but that's what I'm saying is like that she melts a sword and it and it turns into these like droplets. And I'm like, is that supposed to be like are they trying to imply that that's like his ejaculate? Because I mean, we already know he's gonna sleep with her. You don't have to do any visual cues for us, Zabacus. We know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that he
1: would produce a dragon. I didn't
2: know that would be the birth result.
1: Well, it was he, he made a shiny man, is what he did. You yeah, get to
0: decide what kind of creature cuz Grendel
1: really got kind the of short <laughs> end of the stick there. <laughs> you know, I mean the Grendel one who gets wrong. to be a dragon,
3: old and, and a
1: dragon. Like Rothgar was no prize, you know. That's true, yeah. What's the do you guess did the dragon have a name?
0: Eddie. <laughs> cuz in the cre- in the in the credits it's uh I think it's Ray Winstone. His... I think he uh I think he voiced it, right? Cuz he has multiple credits in, in IMDb. Let me look it up.
2: Yeah, it says because uh, in the
0: credits it says Beowulf Junior. played by <laughs> <laughs> Golden Man. You... And, no, just Beowulf, Golden Man, and Dragon. He did the voices for, so I okay. guess we just
1: called him Dragon.
2: Yeah, that, the Dragon doesn't have a name.
1: That's well, neither <laughs> does Jolie's character in the in the thing. She's called Beowulf's mother. I mean, Grendel's mother. Yeah. So they they didn't bother, but they ran out of ideas. So what happens to Malkovich? Does he make it? He lives, but we don't. Do we find out what happens to him?
2: Well, he eventually. He eventually uh, thinks that he he's like. Oh, by the way, I was criticizing you the whole time, but now you're the king, so I'm cool with you. And he gives him a. Remember, he gives him his family sword.
0: Yeah, no, that happens and, before uh, he's that happens before he's the king. Remember, because that's oh, the that's right. That right, gets melted by Angelina Jolie after he kills Grendel, or at least rips his arm off, and it's presumed he's dead. That's when Malkovich comes back crawling that's
2: right that's right that's right but he immediately
0: gets leery again you know i guess maybe it's 40 years later but yeah he definitely uh is not a fan all those years later i think it's that unreliable narrator piece obviously you know maybe he's starting to realize that uh beowulf is full of shit
2: and then beowulf like after so what happens like he killed he he has sex with Jolie, pretends he kills her and then they fast forward like 20 years when he's old old king right and then he's immediately like a drama he's he's a drama he's he's sad about everything he does he's sad about being king he doesn't you know the battles aren't doing it for him he misses having sex with monsters i guess that's <laughs> probably what the big thing is
0: i think but, the um, bargain you know the bargain it's weighing on his soul you know he basically sold his soul um you know for some some hot demon pussy
1: <laughs> which is the original Yikes
2: title of the yeah. poem
0: by by the way
2: and, um, but he's bumming out and he's, and he's got like a side piece. Like he's got like, uh, Allison Loman's well, character. They, they also
1: didn't do her any favors with the face department. They made she her like, nuts.
2: Yeah. I mean, they look weird, but the acting's really good, I think. I think Loman's always good. She's always like good, good and stuff. She, she like didn't, she's not around anymore, right? Like she's not in movies anymore. Sure, she is. Where? Oh, she's got, everybody works. They're always doing shit, you know. She's fantastic and dragged me to hell, man. What's
1: up? Her and Justin Long. Come on now. Um, you know, it's funny uh, though. Later on in the movie, Beowulf has Loman on the totem pole.
2: Uh, <laughs> do you think this movie could have used, a, you know, speaking of all the births and stuff, do you think this movie could have used a gender reveal party somewhere in it? Like, they could have cgi that up a little bit. <laughs> is, it, is it a boy or a girl? No, it's
1: a golden man, actually. Golden person. Who shapeshifts? I love that. I love it though. Like, there's a lot of arm damage in this movie. There's a lot of hmm. just grievous stabbing. I mean, it is brutal, brutal, brutal shit that happens. Beowulf riding the dragon. And it hurt.
2: Amazing, yeah, it's
0: amazing. Cuts his own arm off just so he can get an extra inch in into the <laughs> demon's throat. He doesn't even cut it
2: off. He just like he just cuts some tendons so he can extend out. Like he doesn't cut the whole thing off because he's still kind of hanging
0: on by it. it yeah. I, I kind of thought I thought it was the chainmail holding on because I thought, yeah. I thought the same thing you thought, but then later on there's a scene and it looks like it's just hanging on by the chainmail. Like well, I think he just shoved well. his sword up in there to to sever the arm, but the yeah, the mail's it together.
1: Speech, the arm is officially no longer part of him.
3: It's
0: What's not- uh, interesting to me though is that with the sword he couldn't reach, but somehow. Without the sword, he was able to get in there and get a hold of the heart. And By the way, the heart was like its fist size, but that's a big dragon. I don't think that was a realistic representation yeah, so of that dragon's heart size.
2: Yeah, the whole end of the movie is Beowulf is riding this dragon, trying to like beat him up and, and kill it. And the the dragon's giving him the whole tour of the lands. Yeah, he's going <laughs> everywhere. He's breathing, breathing fire. He's trying to take out both
1: the queen and the, and the girlfriend at the same time. Like it. He's- it, it, it chest bumps people to death on the ground. It, like the it, best it, instead of breathing on them it just it just tits them to death <laughs> and then it like grabs them in this closet and then flings
2: them. it doesn't even crush them. it just like flings them you know like across the world and so the, one of my favorite things is it dives into the water and they have kind of a fight the dragon and Beowulf have a fight scene underwater.
1: Yeah, and I love the way that the flame yeah. is coming out of its mouth as it's diving. you see like the little fire rippling. yeah, and it's beautiful. There's some really beautiful stuff in this movie.
2: If they said, I remember in the poem, there's like brackets throughout it. It said, if in the future, if you guys could render this on a computer, I want a flaming bridge <laughs> and preferably Brendan Gleeson to, to, <laughs> to, to go around his horse. The flaming bridge scene that that he, you know, Brendan Gleeson is uh, riding his horse across this flaming bridge that is uh, is not all there. Like he has to do a jump, too. Right. Mm-hmm. And that yeah.
1: horse. You, you are, you about, are you talking about the horse. card game at Nathan Lane's house? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just was like, I, I just was.
2: Uh, that horse is you, you. You gotta give it props. It it was it was just as heroic as Beowulf. It did not shy away from. You think most horses wouldn't be? They'd be like, I'm done. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna be.
0: I mean, just having to drag uh, Brendan Gleeson around would be hard work enough and not jumping over fiery bridges.
1: Yeah. Both. Yeah. What about the uh, mead? Um, mead do they drink in this movie? Like, they talk about mead as much as they talk about dragons in this thing. Right. Yeah, Rockstar's had... got the best in the land. Have you ever had mead, John? So – I have. It's it's like um,
0: very syrupy, like it's honey. It's like honey beer, basically, so it's very sweet and it's not pleasant, to be honest. I actually, on my way up to Blairsville, driving around, just getting out of the house for the quarantine, I passed by a place up there near Dahlonega that I guess specializes in it. But
1: anyway, it's uh, kind of gross, to be honest. I not think something I would recommend. That's probably going to be one of the casualties of this. Is They're probably not going to be in business on the other side of this if they're a mead shop.
0: Yeah, it's uh, pretty fucked up, huh, man? Um, thinking about how many places ain't going to be
1: around in a few months. Yep, Sad. There's, a, yeah. there's a good barbecue place in Gainesville that shut its doors because of this. Really? Moonies. I mean,
0: we just, you know, a lot of places are on Uber Eats, but uh, you know, like, I don't know, whatever. We don't have to go down that path right now, but uh, it's uh, it's crazy times we live in today. I wish we could go back to the days of Beowulf when things were simpler.
3: Yes, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh,
2: that. to be fair, they had, they had plagues back then too.
0: Yeah. One thing we 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 touched on earlier, but we haven't really gotten into is how much that dragon hates Jesus. I mean, he literally would go after any religious symbol. He went after the priest uh at one point, um, burned down the cross. Um, he hated God. I mean, I guess I, he is an abomination of God, so that probably has something to do with it.
2: Are you talking about the most relatable character in the film? <laughs> um <laughs> What do you so Beowulf, like with this fight scene, he dies. Like he he Spoiler. kills the dragon, yeah. but he dies. He you know, and it's and he's side by side with, with his son, who his son kind of de-dragons and his body is this gold like man, and, and it's just a very sad you know, sad scene. And then the next scene is they're they're sending Beowulf off to his death, you know, like this Viking Viking burial, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And they usually do shoot arrows. They usually shoot arrows at like when they Someone in the ship, that they shoot flaming arrows and they burn it. But what do they do in this movie? They have, they have a teenager play with matches,
0: right? <laughs> they <laughs> send it under lava. <laughs> like they dump liquid gold or something down on top of it. It's crazy. It's
2: like gets it, like burned. It, the, the ship gets burned down by a, like a little stream of lava, which jump- I think is, I mean, it seems like it's a little dr- tad dramatic, right?
0: Tad dramatic, but they wanted to make sure, you know. Um, and sure enough, I mean, Angelina Jolie's in there, riding, ride or die till the end.
2: <laughs> yeah, wait, she, as it's burning up, she comes out of the water and starts uh, making out with the dead Beowulf. Yeah. And, uh, and then she comes out of the water and, and eyes Gleason. And
0: the yeah. demon arose once more. That's right. And
2: then, and then, you know, when she comes out of the water and she eyes Gleason, you know that, well,
0: this monster has a type you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> she likes uh, overweight uh, Welsh men <laughs>
1: yeah. I wonder what their characters. would be like you know it'd probably be some other un- uncanny creature
2: I mean that would suck like if you if you took on the purposely took on the curse and you, you got um, the last guy was a dragon and then yours came out and it was like a I don't know like a, a possum or something you know not as cool, yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a like a cute little ladybug. <laughs> That's wreaking
1: havoc on the lands in high heels. Um, yeah, uh, but so but what, they, they leave it up to the imagination of the audience to determine if if uh, if if Brandon Gleason's character had the wherewithal to to turn down that taint. He
2: didn't look like he was going to turn it
1: down. He's so. turning it down. I think yeah. he's a man of integrity. He was walking into the water towards her. He's gonna throw her the whole That's horn. a weird way.
2: And unzipping, that's a weird way to turn it down. Um do they have zippers back then? Because I think I heard a
3: zip. <laughs> um
2: hey now let me ask you guys this. this. Is a this is a this is a big question. Um does heavy hang the crown? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. They or kept heavy. they kept obscuring heavy. our view. We couldn't tell. <laughs> um,
2: was my man getting laid even in death? <laughs> he was. He cannot stop attracting monsters even when he's dead. You know, he's
1: got some kind of, Beowulf like. We should scent. we should petition uh, Paramount to release the dick cut of this movie. You yeah. <laughs> know. Like that butthole cut of cats. Exactly, <laughs> all all the scenes with his wee wee out because that would be a that'd be worth it. I'd see that in IMAX. Do you
0: think that because we talked about you know some editing potentially? Do you think that they there's a world that existed they thought they could pull off an R rating with this? I mean, I would doubt it with a 150 million dollar budget, but I mean, they definitely tested the limits for sure.
1: Yeah, I bet you yeah. if it would have been a hit. There would have been some sort of special edition or some. You know, obviously, they don't animate stuff they're not going to use because by the time they go to that phase, that yeah. ship. You goes. said
2: that they. You said that it did make some money though. It, it did okay. It really one hundred ninety
1: eight, but it cost one hundred fifty. So nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. And after yeah, it's typically, typically double the budget, right? Is Ripple. break even point? Kind of Ripple. the rough no, triple. And the marketing too, like the marketing, they you know they have to absorb that too. Plus they had to all pay the right all there. the
0: points. Yeah, all the points Ray Winstone got on this deal. <laughs>
1: They got a lot of
2: you know. I'm playing uh, that Red Dead Redemption two right now on Xbox. I don't mean to brag.
0: I'm actually um, on my second run through. Quarantine's bringing out strange, uh, strange habits. So what do you think so far?
2: I just got it. I never played it before. It's amazing. Um, And I was like, you know, it looks better than this movie. (laughs) (laughs) One hundred percent better. Yeah. They they did do. They did. Strangely enough, they did do a video game version of this movie, Beowulf the Video Game. They did. Which which also in the poem, the guy had a note, the uh, anonymous author, said if you guys ever have a chance, please make this a video game. Um,
0: Speaking of video games, it was funny, and I'm sorry to interrupt, Justin, but yeah, when I was watching the movie this morning, um, my five-year-old came down and I had had it on for about 10 minutes before he woke up. And uh, yeah. he goes, why are you watching a video game, dad? Like he literally in his mind, he thought he was watching a cutscene from a video game. Because, of course, now kids watch people play video games. Which Did you is, yell at him? Sounds <laughs> true. I didn't. But I mean, it was it was understandable for him to make that mistake. Because once again, course, streaming yeah. is something kids watch now. So he'll watch kids playing Roblox or whatever on YouTube. So to him, he thought he was watching. He, he thought he caught his dad watching like Twitch stream or something like that, you know? Um, of course, he realized after a few minutes, but, you know, it was just sort of a interesting observation. But to your point, I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2 probably looks a million times better than Fayowulf does Come in terms of animation. I mean,
2: yeah, the he, faces do. I mean, that's the thing is the faces look look better, you know. And they, so they obviously it's 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 more than 10 years on and they could render stuff a lot better.
1: But uh, motion capture is certainly improved. It, would, he threw that argument away once he saw him nut inside a sea serpent.
0: i mean but certainly this movie has had to have been very influential for a lot of filmmakers i mean certainly you know it's easy for us to laugh at some of the the poor you know animation or whatever particularly the renderings of the people but um i mean zemeckis did pull off something pretty impressive all things considered i mean especially coming from polar express to this it was a huge leap forward i think i would i'd be willing to say this movie is more influential
2: to filmmakers and the actual story of Palm was to future generations. <laughs> you guys agree with me on this? Um, I don't know. Has it influenced? I, I mean, it's certainly probably, I think more, more from like, a
0: technical standpoint. Yeah. Again, I mean, yeah. if you think about like you watch an episode of boardwalk empire and, and half of what you're seeing, you know, in the landscapes is, is artificially rendered. So, you know, I mean, I think it's. I don't know if people are studying the film so much as the techniques that were developed and utilized. I mean, you know, Zemeckis was on the cutting edge of a lot of that motion capture stuff. Um, you know, so I mean, somebody else may maybe would have gotten to it sooner or after
1: him, but you know, credit where credits do.
0: John, I'll finance. Like I'll
1: finance your webinar from 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 Beowulf to Boardwalk for aspiring film <laughs> students.
2: It'd <laughs> be funny if some of the critics when this came out were like. Uh, yes, the, the story is not that good. You know, it's kind of weak. You know, that department. You know, dude, it's the first. It's one of the first releases. Well, it's one of the first English language. Right? I don't know. It's
0: hard, it, I mean, it's it, hard
3: it, to. It like on Rotten Tomatoes. That, from it.
0: Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes was what, like seventy
1: something percent fresh, so it wasn't like it was you know ripped by the critics. Well, and give them credit too, because we had to study that poem in school, and it was dreadfully boring. Dreadfully yeah. boring. So really so bad. And 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 reading like the cliff notes basically of it, they said it's like a fight scene after fight scene. I don't remember that. I remember it being leaden and dreadfully slow. So they turned it into something pretty damn formulaic and appealing. I think I think the I think the re I think Beowulf kills the mom
2: in the original story. So they took some liberties. They said the original story is not good enough. We're gonna change it, you know, for our two thousand and seven version of Beowulf.
0: Um, You can see like with Neil Gaiman being involved, you know, Neil Gaiman obviously deals a lot in, you know, myths and religion. And so I suspect, you know, the Roger Avery directed version would have leaned more heavily on that kind of shift towards Christianity. and, And we touched on that line earlier, but you know, sort of the influence of the Christian religion and, you know, uh, taking the age of heroes. And now we're in sort of this age of shame or whatever. So I think that 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 was probably the angle Neil Gaiman and Roger Avery were really leaning on. And then Zemeckis, not in a bad way, but kind of lean more in on the action and the, you know, cause I don't think yeah, Roger so- Avery would have had the budget to pull off 98% of what you saw on screen, you know? No, they're trying to
2: do, a, they're trying to do a very small, I think a very, like I said, it, like they didn't have a lot of money to make their version of it, but I remember reading, like- he
0: was saying like trying to basically be the, you know, like Robert's um what's his name? Um Polanski's uh, Macbeth was like sort of the inspiration. So super low budget, you know, 1970s kind of style. That's filmmaking
3: feels actually- like a
1: modern day Ray Harryhausen film to me which is amazing. Yeah. Cuz that that, yeah. that whole that whole style of filmmaking is dead. I mean, there's not any cynicism even though they talk about religion. This movie is it, it just gleefully embraces the pulpy side of it and doesn't apologize for it, and that's how the Harryhausen stuff was and we don't see that anymore because it's just not smart business and this movie proves that to an extent. But I for, for people that grew up on like Jason the Argonauts and the Voyages of Sinbad, this is right in that wheelhouse. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: Do you think if they remade that movie today with today's technology, it would be received? I mean, because, you know, once again, 196 million it, 10 years ago was a pretty decent haul at the box office. But do you think if they did it with today's technology, it would be received differently? I sort of think it would. Uh, I wouldn't I think change people it. Were turned off post-Polar Express. I mean, Polar Express is creepy. Uh, Part of what watched I love about the
1: whole thing is the look of it, though. Like, it's, I don't, I mean, yeah sure it's dated, but everything in c g i gets dated. I think it's actually kind of part of the charm of it is that it's in that interstitial period of that format it's it's yeah not ready for a long time looks, necessarily, but it's still great,
2: yeah, a lot of it looks fantastic, I think actually, you know, like i said the only thing that throws i think the only thing they've really really improved is the way they capture people's faces, so it would definitely be improved in that um it just feels like an exercise to some extent, like you said, i think it probably just by doing it, they probably improved the technology and found things that they could do that help movies later on, you know. Right. So, um, but you know, it's weird, it's a weird thing to have done. It just seems like a weird movie to make to throw all this money on, on you know. Like, uh, was it when did 300 come out? Is it was it was 300 before this? It was right
1: 2006. Man. yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, then it hit. I mean, it, it well, had nothing to do with and, that. Keep in mind, too. Yeah, this yeah. Is, like this paved the way for Gollum. They talk about that on the on mm-hmm. the uh, special feature. Like this paved the way for Andy Serkis's entire existence, really. Well, no, but th- the Lord th- of just, the Rings movies were out th- earlier, right?
0: Yeah, they uh, Lord of the
2: Rings came out two thousand three, I think,
1: right? Yeah, but the, didn't it? But the Beowulf is way more. I mean, I'm talking about like uh, the the motion capture. No, that was two thousand and one. Yeah, this is way after. Yeah, like I said, Andy Serkis owes everything to this movie.
0: <laughs> no, I think I think, mean, I think what, what you read is they 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 basically you, took the same approach Andy Circus did exactly yeah it's backwards but Crispin Glover's character did yeah
1: but you know what they didn't do with this movie was was uh, release seventy more films in the series and diluted the quality of it.
2: How's that how's that age? How's Gollum aged? I haven't seen those movies for a long time. Does it still look pretty I re, good or I
0: rewatched the whole trilogy two years ago over spring break with, with the kids and uh I thought they held up great. The, I mean the special effects to me still look fantastic.
3: The only thing that's been I aged about tr- Orlando
0: Bloom a star. Yeah, there's there's or a few know. scenes where he looks a little wonky flipping around and flying around, shooting darts.
2: John, <laughs> did you hear about Orlando Bloom?
0: <laughs> I didn't.
2: He's, um, Nick and I were talking about this recently. He's, uh, he, he, before he was with Katy Perry, he was, uh, cause he's with Katy, Katy Perry now. Oh, okay. He was, he announced that he had been celibate.
0: Okay.
2: Is that the end of the story? I mean, just take a minute. Just take a minute <laughs> to let that sink in.
0: Oh, but like he never had sex before Katy Perry in his life?
2: Oh, well, that's, he didn't say that. He uh, had a period of, a period of celibacy, I think is what he was trying to imply. Hmm. He said he, and he said it lasted for about three days. No, but he, mm-hmm. he, he announced to the world that he was a, a celibate man. Do you? How do you feel about this?
0: Uh, I'm not a fan. I think that's a silly decision. I agree. I, I think if you're, think you're Orlando Bloom, Bloom and you have access, um, well, you know. The
1: cute part was when you said he show. announced to the world. Like people are listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did announce it. Yeah, and there the are stories sure. about it. people to listen to him. Yeah, he's shit. Um, he he's kept not- the bloom to himself. You know,
2: he he wasn't even rubbing on it. Is what we decided. <laughs> he wasn't even touching it. Um I'm shocked. I'm shocked by it. The star, the star of Elizabeth Town. You're telling me that he went on friction?
3: <laughs> is that? Well,
1: and
2: they like, will now. now defend- he. Now he he is done. He's 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 now he's a uh, now he's producing a spawn with um, Katy Perry. What do you think their What do you think their uh, progeny would look like? I guess is that the right word there? I don't think about it. Yeah, I, I don't want to.
1: <laughs> this is not what this is not what this format is made for. for
0: <laughs> opening. Is, it, is this the People Magazine podcast all of a sudden?
2: I just don't think you understand. He was celibate for a while. John. I hear you. I hear you laughing, but it's no laughing matter.
0: You know. Yeah, I wonder what what time period for him constitutes celibacy. Is it? I feel like you have to get past a year at least before you can start going around acting like it was on purpose. It's him and
2: Morrissey, man. Morrissey a long time ago announced that he was celibate. So it's like it's an exclusive club. Him, Morrissey.
0: I think um, Emo Phillips. So, I don't know, like, so the so the other qualifier is being awful yeah. to be in that group.
1: I'm so <laughs> so okay, good. so just as a little so let's say they made Beowulf now, who would you get to do the parts?
0: We're fucking the same cast: Ray Winstone, um, all those guys, Brendan Gleeson. It's great.
1: Yeah, they are great. But but Hollywood doesn't necessarily agree. So it's just like,
3: are,
1: are you asking who
2: would if we could recast Beowulf with our fantasy, yeah, like our dream cast? Yeah. Oh man,
1: yeah. I mean Liam Liam Hemsworth's available.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean it's it's only you know thirteen
1: years old, so it's not that you know it's not not that long ago, but. It could be the future of movies
2: now that no one can go outside or congregate. Maybe they have to do movies like this where they they just render everybody together. Remake old poems. <laughs> you know? <laughs> For coming 2022, we remade be- Beowulf with a new whole new cast. Who could it be? Well, they, uh, Well, I mean, obviously Grendel would be Ed Burns and then I don't know who <laughs> Who else would you... <laughs> you imagine if, if, if they, Ed Burns was, maybe Ed Burns would be Beowulf with a Boston accent. <laughs> well, He'd be
1: he Grendel. I think Grendel would be better, you know, with a Boston accent. Yeah, sure. Um, Dina Menzel did a song in this thing. I think it was before she was a hot commodity, right?
2: She's probably coming off Rent. She she kind of made her name with the Rent musical I stage it was stage I get, musical. It? I think she was in Rent before Wicked, but I, I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I like Adina, man. She had a song on this. Was she singing? Was she uh singing over uh, Robin Wright Penn? No, the end credits. Was that, she okay. was the end
1: credits song. What what's the song? Do you remember? I think it's Get Me Out of Here. I think it was called. But um, the the thing I love is they were trying to build a fran. They were like they were treating this like a Bond film, man. They had everything in place. They were not. <laughs> they were
2: not. Is that why Beowulf comes
1: out to a gun site at the beginning of the film? It's called "A Hero Comes Home." That was the song she sang. Uh, uh, they could they could have left home. off home. A Hero comes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh adina
2: though yeah she's she's uh she's an uncut gems so i was looking up the yeah. beowulf
0: and Grant. oh i love that movie nick nick wasn't as taken with it as i was but i just i enjoyed being in the theater, it's just, it's in theater of, what's it it's 999 on uh,
2: iTunes. i didn't yeah. see it john i didn't see it yet
0: I enjoyed it and uh, it was sort of this interesting experience because we saw it in this movie theater in Forsyth County, full of people who wandered into it because they saw good reviews one and they saw Adam Sandler, Adam in Sandler. It. and hearing sure, sure. people leave that theater um yelling at each other. This this husband was so mad at his wife, she's like, Why did you drag me to this bullshit? What the fuck? You know, and she just kept going, it had good reviews, I promise. But no, it was it was great. I enjoyed it. Um you know, I did rewatch it on iTunes and I will say, I mean, it. you know, there's there's sort of an energy the first time didn't really know what to expect. And, you know, watching it the second I almost, time, it I was so close a- to
2: watching it. Yeah, I was almost I almost watched it. I rented it and I almost hit play that night. But then or this was like a while ago. But then I read the news that Orlando Bloom was celibate. So
0: it <laughs> distracted was, me. Your world was so rocked. Uh, You've just been sitting I on the concentrate. Today, where-
1: <laughs> At least Taylor was a good sport about not getting a nomination. He oh was. Yeah. Did he did did he, a ride. he said he's no, only he going to make going to make just a shitty shitty movie. Now he's going to make an intentionally shitty movie because he didn't get fucking. Well, first of all, first of all, he
2: said that before he didn't get the nomination. He was kidding, but he is actually pretty funny about getting, not getting nominated. He sucks. He was actually ripping himself. He does not suck. I love. I like Sandler.
0: I thought awesome. it was great in it, and uh, the movie had a tremendous energy. There's literally moments where the camera sh- zooms into like people's colons and out of their you know head. I mean, it's it's insane. It's it's delightfully in? insane. Oh, I can't wait to yeah. zoom in. I've I've been wanting to do an uncut gems one of these.
2: So, what is there any zooms in this movie that you guys did? You read any trivia? Did you get any zooms? We mixed a lot of that in. Any, I think like the
1: part where we're talking no, about no, like no. where he
2: no, no. orgasm inside a
1: <laughs> I'm talking about like a,
2: prim- a primo zoom, like a, a top top shelf zoom. Do you guys have any?
0: You know, I, I messed around a little bit and I couldn't find anything that was that interesting other than the Roger Avery stuff, you know, that he was going to direct it and all that. Um, the, the,
2: the one thing I I found that was interesting was that Zemeckis went nuts during this and it mo- was mo capping everything. Like he was mo t- capping a chest of drawers, <laughs> smoke capping. Uh, sandwiches <laughs> he was trying to to put dots on everything and they had actually at one point drag him off set
0: <laughs> he um, mo-capped a barrel of meat and that's when they said they had enough yeah he was he was
2: mo that, that's the new thing by the way and and when you make a movie like this you don't have to worry about it but people are like in Game of Thrones and Little Women there's like water bottles and coffee cups on set and they
1: don't they don't realize it till the movie's well i mean you know on the uh, Stephen Hawking came on zooming set. in he was a big fan of the, the the technology behind it, and they mocapped him, which was a, just a huge waste of time.
2: Was <laughs> he a big fan of this movie? Yeah. That would be that would be an interesting yeah. thing if that was the top of his list. I wonder if anybody has this. I wonder if this is anybody's favorite film. You know, like that's he, he like, Beowulf,
1: and then like he shuddered and spasmed three times, and it said Beowulf, thumb up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 shuttered he shuddered. it
2: that's yeah oh man okay well well it's good to know i didn't you know it's is it is it like this beowulf and then like what was his second favorite film then i wonder mean girls
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so anyways, zemeckis eventually recovered and then he's then he went nuts again on the set of welcome to marwin well
1: <laughs> wait, no, wait. He, did a of... he did some piss between that and this right like he did he he did the man on the wire movie. That was yeah, he did man failure. on wire.
0: He did um, the uh, the drunk pilot movie. Oh, that was good actually. Yeah, upside down flyer. Flight. What was that called? <laughs> Flight. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
0: yeah, let's see. Yeah. he did. That's, Allied. He's all working. What a great career! What was that?
2: What was the one? What
0: did you say, John?
1: Allied. Oh, I heard that was good. I never saw it. Yeah. He did Allied, really? Yeah,
0: is that the Yep, Marion Yep, Brad Pitt, and uh, he did The Walk, which is the one you referenced, The Man on a Wire, uh, Christmas Carol, another mocap movie with Jim Carrey. Forgot all about that one. That came out oh. just two years after Beowulf, so he went hard on uh, Polar Express. 4, Beowulf
1: '07 and Christmas Carol, even still in business, because that was like a a company that had some, some heat on it for a while. He went to he
2: went. He went all in on mocap. It's like kind of Cameron went all in on on 3D. They both kind of picked their lane, right? And so both of those
1: they're not faring that well, right? They still release three okay versions. Of let's let's stuff. do something controversial here. Okay, okay, I'm gonna name a f- I'm gonna name his best movies, his biggest movies, and what's the best one? So, *Romance in the Stone*, *Back to the Future*, *Roger Rabbit*, *Back*, to all the other all the other *Back to the Future*, *Death Becomes Her*, *Forrest Gump*, *Contact*, *What Lies Beneath*, *Castaway*. And then the stuff we've been talking about. I think Castaway may be his masterpiece. Is that wrong? Great movie. not to a good movie. I like Castaway. Yeah, I like Castaway.
0: I mean, it's hard not to to talk about Back to the Future, right? But, uh, you know, that may be his best movie
1: for sure. Which one? Yeah, people love... Uh, the one, uh, uh, Castaway. Castaway and Contact. I'm, I mean, Back to the Future is fine, but I, I think those... I don't know. I think i don't know okay
0: back to the the original the first two back to the future one and two are pretty unimpeachable in my mind Uh, those are fun enjoyable entertaining definitely original nothing like it existed before and really people have been trying to capture that magic ever since. And I mean, it's, it's kind of that Spielbergian kind of vibe. So maybe you could give him a little credit on the executive producer side of things. But um, I mean, contact, I would say I haven't seen in a long time. I remember really enjoying it, but I, I wonder how well it holds up today.
1: It's still great. It's pretty good. It's is still
3: great. Is it? It's still pretty good.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need to watch that. That one, that it's one Then I haven't seen really that probably in years. I mean, they both are very similar in structure, like in the themes. Uh, yeah. And I think the great a lot of people hate interstellar but i just think castaway is one of those movies that it's almost bigger than a movie it just feels there's something about it just feels different
3: yeah
0: no
1: you're right for sure
0: um forrest gump i mean it, it is what it is um but you know i think kind of that whole thing that can sometimes happen where you know when it wins an award but pulp fiction in that case didn't you know people get mad at it but you know forrest gump is a good movie uh, it wouldn't yeah. be his masterpiece, but it's it. You can't take much away from him there. That's still a great movie.
2: I think it's like a really well-made, really, really well-made, not great movie, just because of the script, I think. But I think you know everything in it, it's good. All the performances, it's like really imaginative. It's it's like when you watch it, it's it's great. But I
1: think the script really holds it. It also back. gave birth yeah. to my favorite band. So, I mean, you can't you can't fault it for that. What's it, that? Lieutenant Dan band. I mean.
2: <laughs> oh, Hollywood conservative, conservative Gary Sinise. What's <laughs> he, his? What's his take? What's his take on COVID? I like him though. He's he's, he's solid. He's solid. Oh yeah, he's he's great. He's a Wolf man. Guess what? Let me let me zoom in real quick. Fuck Gary Sinise. <laughs> Gives a shit. Fuck him. <laughs> God, yeah. Gary um, Sinise
0: said. I didn't realize.
2: You know, yeah, was, him and Malkovich. Him and Malkovich from Steppenwolf, right?
1: That's what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah they're, I, they're I think, Chicago think, theater troupe. I think Cusack used to play with those guys. And, he did? Yeah, um, yeah. Jeremy Pivs. Dave, Bill Macy, maybe. There like, yeah, there's a, a lot of great folks that went through there. Yeah, it was the Chicago Gene crowd. Yeah. It's okay to be conservative if you're not a night, nightmare person. Sanice seems not like he's anymore, got, buddy. got his head up. Not head anymore. Head, right, I think. I don't know. I haven't really followed his
0: political um, leanings, but I think his big thing was post Forrest Gump. He got really into like the the VA and sort of like uh, how we treat our veterans and things like that, military. So I think that that's kind of his angle more than anything.
3: Fuck him. (laughs) Fuck him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think in general, it's a good practice not to like focus on any because the more you learn about half of these people, the more you
1: can fucking find reasons to hate them. You know, I just try to enjoy the work. I'd love to see him and Renner tour together.
0: Hey, did you guys download the Renner app when it came out? No. (laughs) Did you know that he had like his own version of Instagram, but it was just pictures of him and people could comment on him? Yeah. And then he got in trouble because he was selling like coins or something where you could heart his photos, but you had to pay for it. (laughs) That guy's absolutely insane. He's got that album of really shitty like pop music that
1: he put out too. That commercial Um, was the best where he's, he he's it's a little it's like a Jeep trip.
0: commercial or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Drives in his ass to his you. own concert.
2: Yeah, he's listening <laughs> to his own music on the way to his own show. Yeah, I mean, I relate to that. You know, he's buying coins. Renner, yeah, he got a little trouble recently for I think domestic abuse, and then they were trying to figure out if 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 uh, he was going to get fired from um from Marvel.
1: Well, they
2: did like as, as
3: Hawkeye, right? yeah,
2: as the central Hawkeye. You know, I think we can all say that if, if they did if they did lose Hawkeye, if they did lose Renner from that series, it would
0: be unimaginable. I can't really remember, but it kind of feels like at the end of Endgame, he was retiring anyway, right? I mean, that's how it felt. He has on like
1: Marvel Plus. Like they have yeah. a Hawkeye show. Oh, oh he, that's he,
0: right. Yeah, never mind. That's right. Yeah. The Hawkeye show. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, Alan Alda
1: is yeah. still available. I mean... <laughs> although uh, he's in <laughs> he did my I love that Bourne film he did love 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 that movie he did. So speaking of Alan Aldo
0: though, guys, we need to do flirting
1: with disaster. Uh, well, we, we just did a film with armpit looking. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I love that I remember, movie though, I remember. Yeah. No, it's I, Brolin was awesome. I remember Brolin being great. No, that movie's incredible. I rewatch it every once in a
0: while. It's it's one of my one of my favorite like comedies. It's great. Um I'm a big fan of that guy anyway. What's his name? Um Ben Stiller? You know, no, the uh director, writer. I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now, but Three Kings and Silver Lime. Oh yeah, he's a guy that he, he's I mean, a
2: guy that's supposed to be impossible to work with. Work, what's
0: the, He's got all those stories the Actors get mad at him Yeah, like well, Clooney, he, and yeah him Lily and Clooney Tomlin. apparently got in a fist fight And then there's some uh, video or audio Of him just ripping Lily Tomlin um, yeah. On Flirting with Disaster Yeah, apparently a David, little bit of a hothead uh, David, David O'Russell
2: yeah. yeah, David O'Russell No, David. no, uh, not Flirting with Disaster he, Lily Tomlin was in that movie with Jason Schwartzman and Oh and, no, uh, that's right yeah, uh,
0: I Heart Huckabees, which is fantastic yeah. as well
2: yeah, it's good. He he does make good movies. I mean, I, I do like his films. Uh, he had that movie that never came out. Remember that movie that lost his financing and never came out?
0: With, Nailed uh, or I think something I, like that.
2: Yeah, and I think it did come out without his approval. Finally, but yeah, it was, it was, it was
0: like yeah. some shady, like uh, Middle Eastern money or something like that, right? There was some something weird happened if, uh, if I remember the details correctly. Yeah, but it is, was
1: Jessica Biel. He kept, uh, he kept mocapping everything. I think that was a problem. <laughs> I, think, I think he's
2: I think he's the ex husband
1: of Sandra Oh. Speaking of People Magazine, <laughs> I like Sandra O oh a lot. Yeah, I mean, Killing Eve's great. What are you looking at? Like like, As a you're like, you're looking at something. I was just
2: imagining them. I was just imagining those two together.
1: <laughs> Sandra O. Oh. So okay, let's do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, John, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but we have we have a list of uh, of, of criteria we go through at the end of these things. Um, so. We'll start off, if you were to get a tattoo uh, based on something from Beowulf, what would it be and where would it be?
0: I think it would be the Demon Shrinks and it would be on my lower belly. <laughs> it, Was
2: that you, just, the, just the line from in, it? In, well, like, do the in line? Comic Sans.
0: Well, if you saw Tiger King, that guy had like property of Tiger King, it would be basically right there. It would just say the Demon Shrinks.
3: Okay. Mm, Not fair bad.
0: enough. It's not bad. I didn't see Tiger King. Do you recommend
2: it? It seems everybody was watching it.
0: It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it is what it is. My, we, my wife and I kind of watch it while cooking dinner in the background. It's, it's, it's delightfully insane, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's worth checking out. But yeah, you know, the hype, be careful. It obviously is, you know, I think aided by the fact that we're all, um, in quarantine effectively. So, um, yeah, but it's worth, yeah. it's worth checking out. Apparently they're releasing another episode, but, um, Spoiler alert! It sounds like the Tiger King is in the hospital for Corona or COVID nineteen, so he may not be making it.
3: Hmm. hmm. Shame. That's a true story. Well,
0: yeah. Hopefully. Um, Justin, got I'm
3: trying
2: to think. Like, uh, I, would, I guess I would just because I I would get Robin Wright's pen pen's fuzzy face on my like on my bicep or something. <laughs> you know, my my uh, by the way, my my very. My very um, Scott, enviable bicep. Like, it was, like Scott Glenn not the right stuff. Oh yeah, it's close. But yeah, I get her, I get her fuzzy. Like, is that David Spade or <laughs> Robin Wright Penn? Like, based on my, <laughs> <but."> <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: um,
2: yeah, that's what I do. And maybe and and just just to kind of hedge bets, like I would put her loot there next to her face because that's kind of her character icon, right? Like every time there's a loot, it, she's right next to it. You know? Yeah.
1: You should get doing that loot for it. Yeah. I'm going to have on the side of my eye. I'm going to have Beowulf jumping as if he's just leapt from my eye. <laughs> Are you going to have the blood splatter? Because that he does bleep. There's blood it that comes blood. out, he and there's going to be a word bubble where he's screaming his
2: name to you. Of course, I mean, how do you not do that? <laughs> do you know what the monster swallows him and then
1: he does that? Do you think the monster is expecting that result from? Well, him? I mean, also, <laughs> I don't know about the serpents. I mean, it's there's probably bone and cartilage between the eye and the mouth. I think that's. I don't know much about their anatomy, but I think that's probably a, a leap of logic.
2: Well, that's why I, I think if you had to sit down with that monster and, like, was trying to warn them what would happen if it swallowed something, that would probably be in, like, the 1%. You know, like, 99% chance you're fine. 1% chance this guy might stab your, from the inside through your eye and leap out saying his own name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you're like, well, 99%, I guess it's it seems pretty safe, yeah. you know? All right. Uh, so you are, you have been inserted into the world of Beowulf. You're a character in the story. Oh, where do you find yourself? What, what what role do you play? What new character are you?
2: Yeah, John,
0: what, what new character are you
1: in the world of Beowulf?
0: Um, probably, I don't know. That's a good one. Um, I'm trying to figure out how I could be one of the guys fucking Angelina Jolie. That would be probably the angle I'd try to work. Um, so I don't know. Maybe. Oh well, I mean, you know, she may be a demon, but a lot of the other women in the movie weren't, you know, up to snuff. So I don't know. Well, she
2: she wasn't discerning, so you have that going for you. you That's know, like well, she, it's true. <laughs> see, her one requirement is that if someone shows up, you know, so.
0: <laughs> well the thing is, is but yes you say that but then that person gets to be king for like 30 or 40 that's years true. and then they get a heroic battle and then they die a hero again that seems like a pretty good I deal guess that, I guess that's
2: true because I guess maybe is that why Hopkins is king I guess exactly. I never thought of that yeah, yeah yeah
0: that's the whole premise yeah she's
1: basically controlling the whole well if you, know, if you remember the kings when Beowulf shows up he calls him Prince Hothgar, Hrothgar. so I guess maybe he got an upgrade after he threw it in so that's yeah oh, wow. so that's a zoom right there I think I would be, um, I'd be that guy, you know, like when you go to a music shop and there's a guy wailing on a guitar showing off and all that, I'm a guy who's way better with the lute. And so I'm like, I brought, you know, like the guy that brings his guitar to the party, I brought my own fucking lute and I'm fucking shredding on it. <laughs> and then every time, every time uh, uh Robin Wright Penn starts to, to to play her as they cut to you and you're rolling yeah. your eyes, you're like, and then I just go through like I start popping fucking like serious chord progressions and you know. <laughs> do you use a do you? Did they use a pick with a lute? Can you use a? Yeah, pick? absolutely. And and what about a what about a whammy bar? Do
2: you think they have that yeah. on a
1: loot? <laughs> I mean,
0: do they still call them whammy it, bars? It, I, I,
1: I, it could that's, be. That's, yeah. that's a name. Yeah, they have yeah. they have a whammy bar. Sure, why not? And oh, and why also why the first recorded goatee.
2: <laughs> well, I just have them. If I, if, if to be in the movie, I just be a a character that you're like. I'd show up in the party with, um, you know, like, and you were like, "Who is that? What's that? Is it is Gary Sinise in this? Is that Gary Sinise? Is he in this movie?" And then I just start spouting, you know, like shitty shitty views on everything, you know, and that, and giving away, and and writing a dumb book.
3: Yeah.
2: Anyway, <laughs> my the big the big tip off is I'd have no legs. That's how you
3: know. Um.
1: Anyway, saves 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 on dots.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you
2: think Dem- Demechas showed up and like he didn't know anything yet, and he was he he brought like a bunch of the that, the dots candy with him? Yeah. Maybe that's what he thought. Like, was the my dad's a huge fan of the dots candies? He's a big fan. Mouth getting so ever...
1: closed. <laughs> 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 do
0: you ever? Do you guys ever snack on dots? I love dots,
1: but they are <laughs> you know true gelatin. Like it is the most plastic gelatin taste. I don't know why we like them.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to keep my dental bills down, so no, I do not. Is there, like a, is there some guy that
2: is there like a? Is like an heir to the Dots, like a, a Dots mogul? Like the the, the, the the fame and fortune dates back to when like the somebody invented Dots. Well, I've, one of my you know? dreams is to meet Ferrara
1: Pan himself. <laughs> <laughs> so you have been tasked with uh, building an attraction based on Beowulf, which they did at the, they did the Halloween thing at uh, Universal for this or at Disney. They did. did. But, yeah. um,
0: no, it's not. It, makes sense after no, it, was, it was, it was not very far. Right. Not a, farm, right. Um, a Beowulf, a Beowulf maze. <laughs> what do you think was in the Beowulf maze? Like if you ran down the wrong path, what do you, what kind of stuff? Did you it, you if you go down the right?
1: wrong path, you don't get laid.
0: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you're, you're, what was interesting about her design was her tail came out of her hair. I, it was, did you notice I love that? that. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, it was very. I was trying
0: to like figure out like how do how do you fuck it? There's a tail. Like, do you just tuck it back? And then I was like, oh wait, it's coming out of her hair.
3: Well,
1: that's, that's one of the lines in the, in the movie where he's like, "How do I fuck it?" <laughs> he didn't look confused. <laughs>
0: I don't think. Well, he's he's a well known monster fucker, so I guess it wasn't you know based on the movie, it wasn't his first rodeo. So,
1: so you have the financing in place to do a Beowulf. I try. You could do a restaurant, a theme park, whatever you want, man. You could do a yogurt shop. I mean, there's so many things.
0: I think it'd be swim lessons. <laughs> be like a swim lesson studio. <laughs> no, the Bay, Beowulf.
3: Yeah, Beowulf. <laughs> Little <swimming>. floaties <laughs> with Ray Winston's face on them. Yeah, sure. <laughs>
2: um, I don't know. What about you, Nick? What What would you? Um.
1: Shit, I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. Okay. You know, like they have those celebrity, like, uh, motorcycle rebuilding shows where they do, like, um, what, like American Chopper and shit like that. You know what I'm talking about? All those reality mm-hmm. shows. This would be a rea- reality show, um, based around Beowulf where they, where they, um, people come in with their motorcycles and then, uh, the, these guys custom make them. They make them into whatever they want. But yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody uh, at the shop is, uh, one of Beowulf's men. So basically, you got all his entire crew is, is rebuilding hot rods and shit like that. And, uh, <laughs> they, you know, so you got like Ray Winston rebuilding your hot rod. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there's no really no Beowulf it. in okay. it, but you could do the math. Hmm.
2: I would uh get my, my business would be just, it would be could just called di- disappointing CGI renderings. And so it would just be like, or mocap renderings. You just go to a studio and they, they take your picture or they, they do the whatever with the cameras. And then they just render a version of you that doesn't look that great. You know, it looks kind of sad, you know, sad, disappointing, but then that's the, you can't, you can't get mad because that's, it's in the name. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they're not going to render you right. So you just kind of look fuzzy and, and oh sad. you mean you can make a
1: salad dressing on Kenny Valley, you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think I think that would actually be kind of cool, like to see your what your what you would look like today in 2007's Beowulf. <laughs> like what would you what would you look like with that technology yeah. you know, and then every everything is like oh, okay, hmm.
1: I mean better than I actually look. I, yeah, the answer there, is how, you know. I mean is there a way to disappoint me more than than I currently am? You know, it's like it's tough. <laughs> uh, uh, if I
2: could be transported back in time to 2007's Oh my movie. god. Or I'm sorry. Even back way back before. When when did this take place? What 100. was the year? Was it well, no, 2007?
3: <laughs> oh. No, the movie I was close, the right?
0: movie's like 600 AD, I think it
3: says. I,
2: I think I think that Anthony Hopkins' character says at some point he was like uh he was, he's like, um, no, I, he's like 2007, Year of Our
1: Lord. I think that they brought it to the current day. It takes place in Maine. Well, he, he does get a 911 on his pager right before he jumps off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, okay, yeah. so you, you got an island. You got an island where you're accumulating stuff from all these different films. John's Island's spanking new. But what, what piece of debris from this movie are you taking for your own? It's a lot of good props in this thing. There's a lot of good little pieces, a lot of bodies. Probably take I'll probably take Grendel's mm. arm. That's g- just, just just
0: display that above my house.
2: <laughs> no, that's close to that's close to what Nick's taking. So shut the fuck
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> Beowulf's uh, demon. No, he's Grendel's like, head. No. Of course, no, I know. I've he's already got enough heads.
1: Head. I don't need any more fucking heads. Hmm. I'm gonna. You're going to take
2: you're going to take Randall's arm. It still it still moves. That's that's even No, they
0: they had it above the, they had it above in the hall displayed oh, over right. the years.
1: Right they did. Yeah. You're taking a loot, aren't you? It's,
0: it's already all it's already all dried out and ready to go. Ready for display. Not, take, not taking a loot. No, no, no.
1: Um
2: I you know, at some point I I saw. <laughs> I would take when he goes he when Ray Winston goes, when Beowulf goes to the cavern where the the demoness, the goddess, whatever she is, Angelina Jolie hangs out, and he brings his treasure there to entice her, but then he sees that she has accumulated so many pieces of treasure, gold everywhere, right? And at one point he thinks he sees her, but it's it's just this golden statue of a monster, you know, that looks like her. That's what I'd take. That I'd take the golden statue. That'd be kind of cool to have, but there's like a kind of a front piece for your island, you know? John John Yon during that, so I I know it's a good (laughs) answer.
3: Um,
2: That's what I do. I take that piece of treasure there. It's probably worth some money too. It's uh, it's CG. Well, it's and it was just from the back though. They just show the back of it, so maybe there's no front, which
1: is that is troubling. But um, that's what I take. What about you? I've got a um a Tupperware box. With all the dots that were on Ray Winston, they're all smelly, <laughs> half sticky. You know, like the adhesive is ruined. I just got that that whole dot, that whole dot collection. And then what I've done is I found a, I've I've fashioned a Ray Winston shaped coconut pile and put the dots on it. In a, in a relatively <laughs> Ray Winston shape. So.
2: My, my, well, that's your it's your Wilson. It's your it's your Winston. I guess or Wilson whatever you know what I'm saying like it's it's close yeah. right so you would you
1: would okay
2: how would you I wouldn't
1: I've got an active sure. imagination I'm, I'm on the island pretending you know but I like those dots and I like the fact that they've been on his body and like he's had them I got that name tag too that you're talking about that's where fun. it says uh, who's this guy remember you know for the CG animators
2: <laughs> that's
1: right Beowulf it says Beowulf on. Yeah,
2: so, that's cool. You think, you think they ran out of dots when they got to Winston? <laughs> Winston? <laughs> Winston? Well, I think we said his name quite a di- bunch of different ways here. It's it's Ray Winstone,
1: Winston, right? It's pronounced Winston. I think the E is. So. Is it? Is
0: it really? Yeah, okay.
1: Ghostbusters reference. Is that a more? Um,
2: his daughter. I think Ray Winston. Winston's daughter is an actress. Well, it's...
1: I'm sure... Mind if I zoom, if I zoom oh, in? <laughs> By the way, is he not amazing in The Departed? Is he not just magical in that yeah. movie? So good. Mm. Fuck it. Fuck it that, part, that part is so great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I no, he's it. wonderful. And then it was this Beowulf, and he did one other, like back to back to back. Oh, Sexy Beast! That's yeah. right.
1: We touched on that one
2: earlier. Sexy Beast is pretty. Sexy Beast is pretty good. I
1: love that movie. And then he did so that movie. Uh, Winston checks in too with the uh, animal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So lastly, we're all in quarantine. Obviously, uh, we tried to recommend something last time. So let's pick one obscure movie for our listeners to hunt down that they may not have seen. That's uh, a deep cut. Uh, that's not something brand new. Hmm. Justin went with the uh, Safe Man last time, if I remember correctly.
2: I went with that during our video when we shot some video. I can't remember what I said last time, but Safe Man is, I think, a okay. fun movie. Yeah, we've we've established that.
0: Uh, I mean, this is a recent release, but uh, I kind of enjoyed Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, came out recently uh, with Shia LaBeouf. I
2: don't, th- I don't think a lot of I don't think a lot of people saw that
0: movie. Yeah, it's great. Good... It's definitely worth seeking out. How's um, Anthony Mackie? You know, I have not it. seen Honey Boy yet. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's worth checking out for sure. It's you know, it's light. It's it's it's. it's it, I wouldn't compare it to like Little Miss Sunshine, but it's in that kind of vein of you know just kind of quirky characters or whatever. But Really well done, and uh, was happy to see Shia LaBeouf doing good work again. Yeah, he's, he's solid.
2: Well, he had, he also had he also had that movie he wrote called Honey Boy that he's in. Uh, yeah, I started, really I started I started
0: watching that on crime mm-hmm. and kind of dozed off, not because it was boring, just because I put it on late. So I'm I'm going to watch that probably this week. But uh, the dude, uh, the kid who was in um, uh, Three Billboards Outside Emming, Missouri, is the star of it. He was great in what I saw. But I mean, it's it's Shia LaBeouf's like based on his story. Um, so what I saw of it looked pretty good, you know, uh, so far.
2: I saw a pic of, uh, Shia, uh, Shia shirtless, and it looks like he's been taking the end of our show seriously, Nick. He's tattooed everywhere with, I think kind of bad tattoos, like weird
1: tattoos. So maybe he, maybe he's a big fan of the show. <laughs> <remember> he <laughs> listed Chud as one of his favorite websites back in the day when he was interviewed. So you got... You got the Labouf recommendation. I didn't yeah. know this. I had not. I did
2: he not mentioned hear. Mentioned us in an interview,
1: okay. like one of the websites he likes to frequent. So,
3: so maybe, yeah, oh, nice. maybe he hey,
1: missed misjudged. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll go with uh, you know. So okay, I was I was going through iTunes the other day, and for four ninety nine, one false move is on there. Oh, nice! And that's a movie that it, I watched the trailer for it, and it's embarrassing. But I don't care because I know I know the movie's great, and it's. I think it was the first time I saw Billy Bob Thornton, and it's and it's a it's a version of Bill Paxton we don't we didn't see much of like he plays that a di- a different character for him, kind of a dumb, kind of backwards like policeman, and it's kind of a really charming part for him. So that's one that I would certainly recommend. And now you can get it for five bucks. No, I'm just downloading uh, it now.
0: Thanks. Carl Franklin. Yeah,
1: that's right. Paxton's great in it, and it's it has
2: a It's it's kind of a, a rough Michael movie, I think, did in, in summer, so if i remember ever correctly. And Vicious, yeah, he's very memorable, and and Billy Bob as well. But it's great. You've never seen it, John? You said
0: I I have, but it was so long ago. You know, I so for me, I was like in high school when Pulp Fiction came out. So there was like you know going down to downtown Atlanta to go to you know uh, movies we're seeing in these obscure video stores to try to find all the old independent films. So you know that whole era. Um, I I gobbled up everything, but it's been forever since I've seen it. It was almost in the same vein as Blood Simple, you know, kind of that yep. you know neo noir
1: came out right around the same time. Well, Franklin was a really good yeah. filmmaker. He kind of I think he probably does TV now, but he did a couple like Devil in a Blue Dress was him, wasn't it? Yep, that's a great movie. So he's done he's done some <coughs> good stuff. Do you have anything, Justin? No,
0: One False Move. That's a great recommendation
2: trying to think of something. Do you think people have seen Dumb and Dumber, or is that, <laughs> is that a little too
1: obscure? Um, they have done here. that with Ted Levine, Gum and Gummer. <laughs> <laughs> you know a movie I caught a little bit of the
2: other day, which I'm not sure a lot of people saw this film, because I know it wasn't a hit, was Killing Them Softly. Have you seen that? I, like I know you guys that. have seen it. Yeah, I, yeah I
0: enjoyed it.
2: Um, I think that movie is worth watching now. It was,
3: it's always um, worth
2: watching. But it's. I think it takes on a
1: certain... Different, yeah. I saw about, that. I saw that article, right now, that, article that somebody did today. too. somebody did a big article about how it's relevant now.
2: Oh, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't uh, see yeah. that. Yeah, but thanks for thanks for thanks for ripping me. I didn't know that they said why, that. Why do you oh, really just um, say that? Is because Mendelson's so hot. Um. Oh, <laughs> he's good in it. Actually, I think he lives in it but someone but scoot does yeah. not live in it. But what
1: why is the anyway, movie relevant it's, now? It's, without getting too
2: I think that there's a there's a particular it it just kind of comments on America throughout and it it especially at the end it directly rips it, it rips America. <laughs> and uh rightfully so, I'd say, you know, so um but you know, I think it's I I only saw the the last 10 minutes I think so I need to go watch the rest of it but I mean that guy oh, yeah. is fantastic Dominic, in a filmmaker. Right? and he's, he's got a movie coming out on Netflix called uh, about Marilyn Monroe called Blonde I think it's been in the works for years and years with uh Gary Sanchez what, what's her name no uh the, the, the actress from Knives Out as Marilyn Monroe <laughs> um, Curtis but <laughs> but uh but I'm looking forward to that. I think he's, I don't think he's ever made a bad film. It's like he's really great. Him and the guy that made Sexy Beast are two people that make kind I of these, Glazer. they take a long like time Glazer. to make movies. Yep. Blazer, yeah. Yep. Laser, yeah. John, John, yeah. Under the skin? Um, he did. He did Under the skin? Yeah. And he did uh, Sexy Beast and he did Birth, which I never saw. And he was actually. in Starsky and Hutch. What yeah. You kidding me? Yeah. That's right. Anyway, I, 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 that's
1: pretty good. I, I yeah, think those are good me. recommendations. Oh, and and, and I, let's, throw, let's throw it out of the furnace into it, too, because you get two movies for the price of one.
2: That's right. Did you see
1: that, John? I have not. I need to. I mean, it's got the best parts of Midnight Meat Train in it, too. You can't lose. <laughs> yeah,
2: it blew our minds. It's still blowing our minds, uh, that movie. They go to a drive through in that movie, and they're playing Midnight Meat Train, which... Which elevates that film to sci-fi. It's, it's incredible that then we'd be playing on a screen. Yeah. <laughs> they, also see it, they also see it on a drive-in. <laughs>
3: that's
2: what I'm saying. It doesn't make any. It <laughs> makes it's no sense. <laughs> it's
3: like, a, oh, I said a hamburger. that's Meat me train
2: shaped. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. But drive-ins are making a comeback. They said because it's because you can socially separate and drive-bys. Is.
0: Yeah, a couple. Yeah, a couple movie theaters are broadcasting on the side of their building or something, I heard, you know, letting people yeah. pull yeah, up. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think that's a business that may die. Like, we may never see movie theaters the same way from here on. Because if this model's Pretty working, funny. then it may really, I mean, think about it. I mean, how many how many bad experiences have, have we had in theaters where people are annoying on their phone or, like, scrumping? I mean, there's just so many weird things that go on in theaters. It's It's not worth the money half the time.
0: I mean, I am yeah. I am praying and hoping that they just go with this model going forward. And I was pleasantly surprised that they were only trying to get twenty dollars for the movie. I, I kind of assumed that, you know, they would try to get forty or fifty bucks or something like that. Um, I mean, so far we've really only seen fairly low budget and smaller budgeted films. I mean, onward I think would be the the the, the best example, but that was already in theaters and probably had made enough money for disney just say fuck it and put it out Um, in fact that's what my family is indoors watching right now i think think
1: bloodshot's the true litmus test yeah i mean yeah
0: i I was gonna do such massive box office it'll be just amazing to see how many they sell
1: all right guys we (laughs) We
0: nailed it (laughs) yeah bloodshot perfect
2: that's what i that's never mind screw killing them softly i I recommend bloodshot that's what that's my and it actually qualifies as obscure (laughs) it does <laughs>
1: <laughs> come on Bigfoot